I'm Larissa, and I want to help you find the best strategy for communicating the magic and wonder of your jewelry brand so you can thrive by doing what you love and filling the world with beauty and creativity. Welcome to the Joy Joya Jewelry Marketing Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Larissa Wurstiak. On this podcast, I explore topics in digital marketing for jewelry designers and retailers, including branding, content, email, events, social media, and more. This is episode 80, and today I'm going to discuss how you can prepare your jewelry brand for a post-COVID-19 future by anticipating consumer behavior, planning accordingly, and leveraging the most impactful marketing strategies. First, I want to announce something I'm really excited about. I'm going to be presenting a webinar called Planning Your Jewelry Marketing Strategy on Behalf of Gem Atlas, which is an online B2B networking portal specifically designed for the gem and jewelry industry. The webinar will be taking place on Friday, May 19th at 11 a.m. Indian Standard Time, which is actually Thursday night if you're in the Pacific time zone like me, but you can still register by visiting gematlas.in slash Larissa, and you'll get the recording even if you can't attend at the scheduled time. Again, that's gematlas.in slash Larissa, and you can spell my name L-A-R-Y-S-S-A. Before we get to the featured topic this week, I want to share some marketing-related news and insights that caught my attention recently. According to a recent article in the publication Payments, today's retail brands must focus on customer loyalty and retention if they hope to succeed in a post-COVID-19 economy. Sean Clausen, Chief Strategy Officer at Bond Brand Loyalty, says, quote, the first place that many marketers are going is asking, who are my current customers? What can I count on that's real? What is the growth potential in that group? If I've got customers who know me and love me and who have already brought me into their homes, presumably that's a place to double down and focus on, end quote. The lesson here is to think about how you can treat your current customers like VIPs and focus on making them feel truly special and valued. If you haven't reached out to them in a while, then now's a great time to check in and see how you can serve them better moving forward. One article from Search Engine Journal reminds us that shopper expectations have definitely changed. And the factors that influence their purchasing decisions are different than what they've been before, pre-coronavirus. For example, today's consumers want to know that you're still shipping in a timely manner or that you're cleaning your jewelry and following best practices in your fulfillment center. As a result, you'll want to make sure that all your contact pages and contact forms are updated to reflect the current situation and that you continue to update your customers as circumstances change and evolve. In addition, you'll want to provide dynamic new content like blog posts and videos on these relevant and timely topics to keep your search engine presence fresh and updated. You may also want to offer more accessible or increased customer service if you're able to do that. 
What are some of the trends expected to face the fashion and luxury industries as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic? Well, the fashion law has some thoughts. They expect more digitization, a boom in the market for secondhand goods, a shift toward more responsible luxury, and we'll cover that a little bit later in this episode, and cuts to public relations spending. I agree with these trends and actually wonder if that boom in the secondhand market will extend to jewelry. What do you think? If you want to get the links to the articles I share in this section of the podcast, you can sign up for my email newsletter by visiting joyjoya.com slash sign up, and you'll get a digest with the links whenever a new episode drops. Okay, let's get to it. So since late March, I've been doing a lot of thinking, reading, writing, and speaking about the COVID-19 pandemic and its impact on retail in general and the jewelry industry in particular. I've also spoken to many industry experts and have watched so many webinars on the subject in an effort to gain some clarity and better serve clients. Now that businesses are slowly starting to reopen and life is at least regaining some hints of normalcy, I, like many others, am trying to reimagine the post-COVID-19 future. How will consumers' shopping habits change? And how will jewelry brands need to position themselves in the marketplace to meet consumers' needs and expectations? I'm certainly not holding any crystal balls over here. My hands are empty, as you can see, but I have a few ideas which I'll be sharing in this episode. First, you'll definitely need to understand how long it will take for the economy to recover. New research from management consultancy Bain and Company shows how the pandemic will continue to affect the luxury industry. Most importantly, they've found a decrease in consumer confidence and less willingness to spend two realities that unfortunately are expected to continue into 2021 and beyond. As a jewelry brand, you won't be able to shake consumer doubts, but you will be able to communicate with your audience in an understanding and empathetic way. Continue to focus your efforts on building meaningful relationships with customers and earning their trust over time through consistency, reliability, and responsiveness. I feel confident that consumer shopping habits are going to change in four major ways. One, they're going to spend more money at businesses in their local communities. Two, they're going to feel even more comfortable than before shopping online. Three, they're going to care more about meaningful luxury. And finally, they're going to gravitate toward direct-to-consumer brands when they do shop online. Many consumers have seen firsthand how how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected businesses on a local level. As a result, they've been feeling more inclined to spend their dollars locally so they can maintain the economic health of their communities. If you're a jewelry business owner who already has ties to your local community, then now's definitely the time to start seeking meaningful ways to interact with community members. Host an event if that's possible right now. Partner with a local business on a promotional effort. Give back to a local community organization or offer special discounts to people who live in your city or town. Soon, consumers will have the option to patronize brick and mortar stores again. However, 
As you can imagine, they won't all be jumping at the opportunity to do so. Instead, many will be more inclined to stay at home and do their shopping online. In addition, they may have gotten used to the convenience of e-commerce e shopping and delivery, which has dominated their lives for the past two months. Online shopping definitely wasn't abnormal before the coronavirus pandemic, but I believe it will become the new normal especially for members of the boomer generation. Alternatively, consumers will seek buy online, pick up in store, or BOPIS options so they can shop for the comfort of their home and then quickly pick up in store with minimal in-person interaction because that will help them feel more comfortable throughout the entire experience. Next, consumers are going to care more about meaningful luxury and definitely gravitate toward those brands that freely share their purpose and value. They're feeling as vulnerable as they are altruistic, and they wanna feel like they're getting more out of a non-essential purchase than simply buying something new for themselves. For example, according to a recent article from Business of Fashion, quote, the brands that have developed a clear sustainability strategy will be better placed to win consumers when the crisis subsides, end quote. If you're a sustainable brand, then you'll definitely want to focus on communicating that more clearly and placing more emphasis on your values. If you support a cause or nonprofit, then now's the time to start telling that part of your brand story if you haven't made it a priority before. And finally, direct-to-consumer brands will have their time to shine. With more consumers shopping online, they'll be more likely to stumble across new D2C brands that currently only have e-commerce storefronts. In addition, as I mentioned, consumers are seeking alternatives. They're seeking brands with local roots and brands with meaning. If you're a direct-to-consumer e-commerce jewelry brand, then now's definitely the time to seize the opportunity and make a splash with your brand. As long as you've done everything you can to refine your branding and optimize your website, then the right customers will find you. You need to be ready to meet them where they are. Why is planning your marketing strategy for a post-COVID-19 future so important? And how can you lay that marketing foundation now so you're prepared when consumers are ready to buy? Today's jewelry businesses will need to do everything they can to stimulate and maintain consumer interest while also being completely transparent about any business hiccups or setbacks that they that they may have during the transition. They'll also need to be flexible and remain open to change. Focus on the customer experience, leave marketing to the experts, and brainstorm smart marketing goals. You'll definitely wanna be flexible and pivot away from marketing strategies that may have worked well for you in the past, but just aren't working for you anymore due to these extenuating circumstances. For example, event marketing has played a major role in many jewelry brands' marketing strategies for years. Um, these brands depend on pop-ups, trunk shows, trade shows, shop and shops, and more to get in front of their customers and interact with those customers in person. Right now, it's uncertain in many parts of the country how long event marketing is going to be placed on hold. So if that affects your brand, you should be investing those 
marketing dollars into an alternative method of reaching new customers and engaging new ones. You'll need to embrace change during this time and remain open to new possibilities. Make customer experience the center of all your efforts. And what I mean by customer experience is all the ways that a customer interacts with your brand, from social media and your website to the shipping, packaging experience, and any subsequent customer service follow-up after the purchase. Today's consumers crave a personalized marketing experience. They wanna be delivered ads that are uniquely tailored to them, and they wanna receive promotions and recommendations that are relevant to their preferences. You can offer those things by using retargeting technology and ads, personalizing email communication, and more. In addition, you can improve the customer experience with your social media marketing by being highly responsive and engaged with your followers. Viewing social media not only as a marketing platform, but as a customer service portal. If you've been handling social media and marketing yourself or even passing those things off to an intern without consulting a true marketing expert, then now is definitely the ideal time to invest in help from a professional who understands the nuances of marketing and knows how to adjust marketing strategy during a critical time like the one that we're facing right now. You simply can't remain on autopilot and expect to continue business as usual. Instead, you must adopt a nimble new strategy, one that can change and evolve day by day. If you're the brand who's diligently been planning your marketing strategy weeks or even months in advance, great work. However, now is probably the time to abandon that plan and save it for when the world isn't so chaotic. Finally, you'll want to brainstorm those SMART goals, not only for your marketing, but for your business. To set your SMART marketing goal, you'll want to be S specific about what you want to achieve, determine how you'll want to M measure and assess your progress, keep the goal A attainable, make the goal R relevant in your to your overall business goals and target customer and ensure that the goal is T time-based. I hope you get it. It's an acronym for SMART. Um, but one example, just to give you one of a SMART jewelry marketing goal is, within the next six months, we'd like to grow our email marketing list by 25% in order to maintain relationships with new customers and inform them of upcoming promotions. The goal you set at the beginning of the year may no longer be relevant. So revisit those goals. You need to start setting new ones. Which marketing initiatives should you be prioritizing now and how can you invest your marketing budget most effectively? I'll mention three here. We've definitely covered them in depth in other podcast episodes, but I wanna give a little summary. So first, video marketing definitely tops my list. Only time will tell how long people will before how long people will want to interact with each other in person. As a result, businesses and consumers will continue leaning into video as a form of communication. Start small with Facebook and Instagram Live. In case you haven't noticed, everyone's doing it and they're not overly concerned about production quality. They're just trying to connect. If you're looking for tips, check check out my recent podcast episode on Instagram Live ideas 
or go back and listen to my interview with video marketer Owen Capellini. There's also no better time than now to focus on your search engine optimization strategy. You can start by performing an SEO audit, conducting an SEO competitive analysis, choosing some target keywords, and pursuing some SEO quick wins. Literally every brand on earth, even the biggest brands, can do better at SEO. Since it's an ongoing process with many moving parts and Google is always changing their best practices and algorithms. Luckily, there are a ton of great tutorials online, or you can work with a marketing expert who can help guide you through the process. Finally, content marketing is definitely one of the best ways for brands to actively engage with customers without having to interact with them face to face. Not only can content help you generate new leads from people who may suddenly have turned attention, turn their attention to online shopping, but it can also entertain and engage your past customers who still need things like distraction, familiarity, and positivity right now as the world's going through this transition. Try firing up your blog with fresh new content or creating a downloadable ebook catalog or something similar. To tie all of this together and truly future-proof your brand, you'll need to stop ignoring the importance of omni-channel sales and marketing and embrace it. The COVID-19 crisis has made it clear that omni-channel can no longer be seen as a crisis strategy. Instead, it's a future strategy. Today's consumers are empowering themselves. They have access to so much information at their fingertips at the click of a button, and they can make confident buying decisions. Many of these consumers will continue to work remotely and sometimes not even during regular business hours. So you need to be able to meet them where they are. Omnichannel unites all your channels into one seamless superstore. So a customer can easily click purchase no matter where they find you and get the same customer experience they would on any channel. How do you feel about your post-COVID-19 future? Are you prepared or uncertain? While it's true that no one really knows how consumers will respond in the next few months or even years, you can definitely invest in marketing strategies that will help you create meaningful and lasting relationships while meeting customers where they are instead of forcing them to go where you want them to be. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information about marketing services for your jewelry brand, visit joyjoya.com where you can download our free ebook, Proven Conversion Strategies for E-Commerce Jewelry Retailers.